the wrong beer. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take a big old gulp. Big old gulp. Yes. Okay. Hello. Hello. It's Josh. And Kamala. And this is uh, what we're into. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast. It's a what we call a date night podcast where two 30-year-olds... Christ, it's actually going to be two 30-year-olds in a couple weeks. When this comes weeks. out, yeah. Yeah, because I'm having a birthday right away where I will com- continue... be 30. I will officially turn into dust. <laughs> I made it to 31. I didn't turn into dust. Yeah, but it's because you have a better skincare regimen than me. <laughs> Anyways, it's a podcast where two uh, 30-year-olds are talking about what sort of entertainment products or properties we indulge in with our very limited free time as we are professional individuals and we don't really get a lot of time to do things just for us. Exactamundo. So... Our topic is... Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine! Nine-Nine! <laughs> I love that. So, this is your standard spoiler warning. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine in its, like overall arc and a lot of very specifics about the characters and episodes that have released. We literally just finished uh, season five right before recording this podcast. Yes. So we are going to talk about that. So it is going to be a full spoilers thing. Of course, we're going to talk about just kind of like the general show itself before we get into the spoiler stuff. So we'll give you another warning before we start that. But... First, let's you know, let's just do this stuff here. Show started in 2013, September 17th, apparently. Executive produced by Andy Samberg, who in 2013 I wrote off as a one-note joke. Was it? Did he really produce it? Uh, he's an executive producer, and oh. I think he was he was a credited writer for a while. Oh. But it was created by the same guy who did Good Place. Michael oh. Schultz, cool. and also uh, Parks and Rec. Another good one. Yeah. He's a better version of Lorne Michaels, because <laughs> Lorne Michaels is producing kind of garbage lately. And of course, uh, it aired on Fox for five seasons. Right now, like currently, it was not renewed on Fox for another uh, another season. But uh, was saved at the zero hour by NBC, who picked it up, moved it to half season, and so it's going to get uh, season six with 12 episodes. Thank you, NBC. Thank you, NBC. The main reason for that is, of course, they don't bother to track data about online streaming or DVD purchases. So if Fox doesn't get the ratings on watching it broadcast, then it, do- then it doesn't survive. They're garbage. Yeah, they're dumb. Screw you, Fox. I do believe that Big Bang Theory got its renewal again. When yeah, but Big Bang Theory is one of those ones that I don't think will ever no, go it, away. And I think it's just because it's... It lowest ca- common it, denominator humor. It, yeah, it is. And it came around the time where all, everyone that was like, yeah, I'm a nerd and I'm into this kind of stuff. Everyone, And then people that are not oh, yeah. into it, it's kind of... I mean, like, I've watched it and I watched, like, the first 
I don't know, three or four seasons. I even owned some of the DVDs, but then I got rid of them because I'm like, I'll never watch this again. Like, it's yeah. it's one of those shows that even though I tried to rewatch the series, I kind of felt bad about rewatching it a second time because I was like, I remember why I liked it, and then I was just like, hmm, this isn't me anymore. Yeah. I think I'm good. It's and because it, she it's, got woke. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you mean wake? <laughs> like Raymond awake. says. Yes, awake. <laughs> it just like Raymond Holt says. So, okay. Uh, let's get into this. Should we do characters by character? Um, no, let's do our usual thing here. Um, I know exactly when I, I first heard of this. Okay. I was visiting my family. Uh, I was over at their place. And they have that thing. I don't know a lot of, if a lot of parents do this or if it's specifically my family. Um they just kind of leave the TV on mm. just constantly just mm. having it on in the background at all time. And if they happen by it and see something like that, they're not interested in, they'll change the channel to something that they are interested in. And generally speaking, that is like switching the channel to HGTV or, Something like Ghost Adventures. I think I mentioned that in the last podcast. They had it on... I can't remember what they were watching. I want to say Arrow? Um, but a uh, advertisement for Brooklyn Nine-Nine came on for its first season. And like I said, I had written Andy Sandberg off as being kind of a one-note type of uh, actor, character actor. And I saw it and I'm like... That actually looks pretty fucking good. I might check it out. And then I didn't until it was on Netflix. How about you? When did you first hear about it? Until you introduced it to me. Oh, really? We watched it, and I fell in love with it. And then... Because you said you had watched it before me. And so we watched it together, because it was one of the shows that you watched. Like, kind of... You watched all the way through its entirety and then you put it on the background Mm. because you've already seen it before so that's what it became because like we would watch season one and then we watch season two and then we watch season three and then we would start all the way from season one again like i don't know how many times we've literally watched watched yeah the series a hundred times together because like we would literally when you finish one season and there was nothing else to watch you just start it right from the beginning again and you just go through it and i mean like now that we've finished season five we're literally either going to start watching season five for the second time or we'll pick a season and then we'll just start from there and then we'll just watch it to its entirety again. Like, I, I think we just Probably, recently did that. Yeah, well, because when it got picked up for its renewal with NBC, that's when I started watching it again. Yeah. And then uh, we were just at the end of season four when Netflix got season five. And I'm like, okay, let's watch the last two episodes which frustrate you. I frustrates the hell out of me. It makes uh, me so angry. Without spoilers. Yeah. Frustrates the hell out of, out of Kamala. And then I'm like, well, let's watch it just for the refresher of yep. the last two episodes because we usually skip the ones that annoy. Especially always, me. There's, there's always I a just, couple episodes that annoy it's the me. It's me. It's my issues. I have my own issues with the show. And I mean, I, like, I love it to bits and pieces and it's probably the greatest, best show I have ever really <laughs> seen because like, I don't watch a lot of that kind of TV, I yeah. guess. So to find something that... The first season, it, it it started out really good, but then I kept thinking, this is so predictable. Like, yeah. this is so predictable. Everything's going to end the same way like it always does. There's always, you know, a situation, and this person's this kind of attitude, and this person's got this attitude, and it's always going to... 
but that's not how it happened. <laughs> and I think that's why by the time I got to like the end of season one and got into season two, I was just like, okay, I love this. Yeah. This is the best thing ever. And I cannot, con- I want to continue to see it for its entirety. And I hope it continues. Well, but I do have issues more, not with the show itself, but just characters. Certain characters, certain, yeah. Certain character, I should say. <laughs> okay. All right. So she's leading, leading pretty hard into this. So let's go ahead and go through the characters. Main character is Jake Peralta, played by Andy Samberg. Like I said, wrote Andy Samberg off as a one-note character, but that's because, like, whenever I think of Andy Samberg, I'm thinking of... Hot Rod. Well, you always think of Hot Rod. <laughs> that's my favorite. I always think of Lonely Queens. Island. I always think of Lonely oh, Island. Yes, Lonely Island. And good. so it's all, like, the SNL digital, the digital shorts. <laughs> um, and just, like, SNL bits with him... Which were funny when I was a teenager, but, like, into my 20s, I was, like, super exhausted by him. You know, 26-ish, I was getting back on on board with it. I bought Lonely Island discography because of Luke, actually, when he was in town for one of the comic expos, had so many stories about all of his shit, and... It was it was all tied to it was specifically the uh, Carlos Santana champagne he told a story about and then I'm like all right all right I'll I'll jump back into it and then I got obsessed and because that's the type of person I am but uh, Jake Peralta is the is the lead character he plays a all nonsense cop yeah he's, well, a, he's de- a detective he's a detective in the NYPD. Uh, whose favorite show or favorite movie is Die Hard? Yeah, is just kind of like he's clearly the type of cop that got into it uh, so that he can play action hero every yeah. day of his life. But then he was really, really good at it, and he's very smart. He's and very smart. He's he's good at uh, at finding connections between things and solving puzzles and stuff. So it actually worked out. They kind of move away from it, because um, at first he was just like a big old goofy cop boy. But then yeah, they then they really child. yeah they really started leaning into social issues and, and used it as a like strong platform to discuss those sort of things. Mainly because they introduced Captain Raymond Holt in the first episode, who is a uh, gay black man who has worked his way from the 70s all the way to current day in order to make captain and bring about the social change that they wanted to see. Filling out the cast, there is Amy Santiago, played by Melissa Fumero. There's Rosa Diaz, Stephanie Beatrice, who I adore. Yeah, we both I think adore she's, her. She's amazing. Um, Joe Lo Truglio. Jolo Latriglio, I don't know how to pronounce that, uh, plays Charles Boyle, who is Jake's best friend and the character that Kamala despises. The most. (laughs) Uh, Terry Crews, who I adore. Yes. And he's incredible. uh, As uh, Terry Jeffords. And Chelsea Peretti as Gina Linetti, who is just the uh, uh, personal assistant to Ray Holt. Uh, who I should probably mention is played by uh, actor Andre Bruher. I remember that without Good looking job. at the notes. Yeah. Yes. Also, uh, there's some other characters, Hitchcock and Scully, which are the, you know, 
here are the worthless people in the office who everybody shits on type characters, but they kind of get fleshed out a lot better in season four and season five. Yeah, much to better. The, to the point where they're like, yeah, the joke is that they're horrible and nobody likes them, but they're fleshed out more as a as uh, a character that is sympathetic in a lot of senses, but then... But, like, the minute you get that sympathy off of them, they do something just really, really gross or stupid. And you're just like, oh, no, wait, I don't like them. Yeah, yeah. But they're still actually pretty... F- they're and actually... They're useful, in a sense. I mean, like, Josh and I talked about this the night before, where it was like, they come off as useless. Like, they're just two old cops... Or it's two old detectives. Yeah. They always just sit at their desks, and they're disgusting at their desk. <clears throat> but then all of a sudden... They, in the past couple seasons. But in the past couple seasons, all of a sudden, they're, like, really good at their job, and everyone's so still going, like, why? They're like, yeah. oh, how is it possible that you're so good at what you just did because it was something that concerned you? Yeah. Well, but yet, any other time you have a case... You just don't. You're not very reliable, or they're, you're just not they're doing bumbling. it. Yeah, yeah, it's almost. But they. But they. But there is an episode though. Yeah. Where they actually say, they made sure they keep it that way, so they're not useful. Like, yeah. They so actually that people personally don't ex- say it, so that they don't get used. So people leave them alone, mm. so they can keep doing their own thing. Because they prefer to do paperwork at this point, because yeah, they've been with house the house <laughs> They've been with the force for fifty years. They prefer to sit at their desks. Yeah. Or 30 years or whatever. 30 years or so. Yeah. Also uh, introduced in season three is Adrian Pimento. He's kind of worked his way out uh, after season four. Has a couple cameos cameos in season four and five. Uh, And then Kevin Costner, who is uh, Ray Holt's uh, husband, who is not a cop. And that leads to a lot of tension because he was with... Holt while in the 70s and 80s so they didn't really specify the timeline but it was during a lot of strict homophobic uh, rhetoric in the NYPD yes uh, so there's a lot of tension between him and the rest of the uh, crew because he doesn't like cops as a general rule yeah which is also very good and also Cheddar the dog and Cheddar the dog who yes. is uh, Ray and Kevin's uh, Corgi yeah so Let's uh, run through a couple of the other stuff. What um, did you watch? A lot of like cop dramas, procedurals, and stuff. <laughs> yes. No. Did you? I love them so much. <laughs> did you? Okay. 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 okay what did okay, you used to watch? Okay. Okay. When I was very, really little, like I would probably say this is around the time when I was still living. Like my grandmother was still alive, so I and I was in first first. Kindergarten, maybe? You're, kindergarten, you're going yeah. to say no. you watch Law and & Order, and I'm going to have to no, call Child Protective no, Services no, for you. No, 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 Retroactively. No, no, no. Okay. okay, so my grandmother, when she was still alive, um, when I was going to kindergarten, mm. uh, I would usually just stay at her house. Like, my grandpa would come pick me up, and uh, I would be at her house until Mom would come pick me up later mm. on, right? And I would be in front of the TV, and I usually watched Chips... Oh, right, Chips. Because I loved, I loved that, and I was so in love with the blonde. I had, I had, like, at at six years old, I had a crush on this guy. I was like, he is so cute. 
But I think he that was really great. And then as I got older, of course... Do you think I can find... Oh, I'm sorry, not to derail, but do you think I can find the Chips theme song? There's a possibility. All right, so we're going to stop here, and if I found it, it'll play right now. If I didn't, it'll just be an awkward silence for the podcast. <laughs> Josh, you didn't find the song. No, okay. <laughs> um, Either that's going to be hilarious or not. That's really funny. Yeah, and then I think I started watching... Uh, I've seen Law & Order. I've yeah. seen CSI and all yeah. those other things. Like... I like all that kind of stuff. Like yeah. you, you've seen the shit I watch. Like yeah, Josh yeah. will come downstairs during like what the, garbage uh, are like, you watching? What, yeah, and I watch the weirdest stuff because I'm just yeah. interested in the. No, you have that. an eclectic taste. Yes, I do. But yeah, I think that's probably as good as it gets when it comes to something that's a cop show. Yeah, I mean, I watched the usual suspects. I I did watch Law and Order as a teenager. Yeah, you know, Law and yeah. Order and SVU, and then. Also, Criminal Intent, which looking back on Criminal it... Criminal Minds. Oh, Criminal Minds, I watched I watched that one too. But I mean, Law and Order, Criminal Intent, CI. Yeah. Which was not a great show. None of them. Because, no, they're not, they're not they're really good. They're just fun. They're just there. They're just fun. Law and Order I mean, will never the, end. No, Law and Order... I think and it'll one, be think... Ice-T from now until infinity. Yeah. He's going to be in it. Just CGI. Yeah. <laughs> No, so I watch all the Law and Orders, the CSIs, NCIS. No, I watched you watched Cri- all of them. I watched because we only watched Vegas. No, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, Vegas was the best. I watched one. Miami. That's how I learned. Miami, Miami was gross. Miami, Miami was gross, but Miami is gross. But it's also that's how I learned all of my. Uh, uh, sunglass choreography. Where I take them <laughs> yes. off, put them on, flip them around. What's his nugget? What was his face? What was his name? David Caruso. It's the actor. I don't know who the, what his name is. Uh, no, no. Who was the guy in Miami? Yeah, David Caruso is the actor. I don't know what his name is on the show. He's the redhead, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. He was... No. Oh, oh, crap. It's on the tip of my tongue. I know I'm going to know it. Okay. Oh, well, I will I'll continue calling him. I'll, I'll continue calling know, him David Caruso. I think about it. It's just like right there in my head all of a sudden. Uh, I'm about to tie this back to Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. You want to watch me do it? Yeah. Uh, I cannot say David Caruso in any other way except for David Caruso. Because of a bit from SNL where the, where it was supposed to be like two movie reviewer guys and one dude is just listing random things that that a actor was supposedly in, but uh, the other dude was just like nope 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 nope, <laughs> and then the last thing that he says is and the entire first season of CSI Miami and the other dude just goes David Caruso. <laughs> And that was Andy Sandberg. No, it wasn't Andy Sandberg. But speaking of SNL, Andy Sandberg was uh, a writer and uh, actor in it for several years. And now we're back to Brooklyn Nine Nine. 
<laughs> Told you I'd get us there eventually. Good job. All right, so let's uh, let's go about it real quick here. Uh, what? Who's your favorite character, and what can you tell me about them? Favorite character? Yeah, let's let's do favorite Gina characters. Gina Pernet, per, per, Peretti. Peretti. Yeah. No, that's Chelsea Peretti. Chelsea Peretti. Gina Lenetti. Gina Lenetti. I'm so screwed up. Sorry. We had a whole one, two beers. She's had a whole two beers before we started recording. You know I can't drink. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like Gina. Gina's the best. I think Gina kind of reminds me of my sister. Mm. She just kind of gives it. Like, she's, she's brutally honest. She gives you the truth, but she's also very caring and sweet. Like, she doesn't want to see you fail. Caring and like, sweet as long as it benefits her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it is true. Like, as long as it benefits Gina and she gets something out of it, she'll be as sweet as possible. But she's actually very good at being able to be a good support. Like, you can literally lean on her. So we're going to start talking about characters and some actual content spoilers now. This is probably going to be what the episode is. If you haven't watched any of it at this point, you... I mean, go go do it. It's a great fucking show. We might do a couple extra things before the end of the episode, so maybe check back every, every like, ten minutes or so. We are now going to do full spoiler convo about, uh, about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, you should tell you your favorite character. Oh. It's a toss-up. It super is. I love... Captain Holt. Mm-hmm. He's fucking hilarious. The season five thing where Jake is... We've said full spoilers, so if you're still listening, get fucked, man. You gotta go watch season five. It's on Netflix. Jake is uh, engaged to Amy Santiago, and uh, they're doing their bachelor party, and Holt is awesome through the entire episode. But his thing about I can tell a lewd story. This morning, Kevin got me so horny. It was just, like, how he says everything so matter-of-factly. I adore it. But the other thing is, I love Terry Crews. Mm -hmm. And everything Terry does is great because it's all big movement and huge declarations and... Then he'll get really soft all of a sudden. And I'm like, I love you. But then he'll get way too big again. Like, too big for the, the, the scene. Stephanie Beatrice, who's Rosa Diaz, because Rosa is fucking badass and gives me feelings. Should we move on to the episode then? Yeah, let's talk about episodes. What's your favorite episode? You go or first. Favorite episode, favorite moments of the series. Think... But season three, uh, when they're in witness protection, the witness protection thing is very stressful and annoying and frustrating a lot of the time. But there is that sequence where uh, the mobster is coming to kill Jake and Raymond and Jake and Captain Holt. Calling him Raymond feels way too familiar and I'm uncomfortable with that for some reason. Uh, So Jake and Holt... The mobster comes to kill them, but the uh, 99's there, and they got that song that's like, here comes the boom, ready or not. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just going to put it right here.
so it's that song. <laughs> and, like, they're doing this really, like, slick sort of disarm all of the mobster guys thing. But it's it's not just, like, the cool people. It's not just... Terry Crews throwing people through walls and <laughs> Stephanie Beatrice shanking people. Like, it's also Charles Boyle, like, clocking a guy in the back of the head with the butt of his gun. And it's um, Hitchcock and Scully, like, disarming people. Like, it, it's showcasing that they are actually co- all competent, right? It's not just the hard asses. And it, it's the stuff that I like in the later seasons, too, where it's like we get to see that everyone has their skills and like they are all uh fundament- fundamentally good at their jobs and stuff but uh it's also like they just have very specialized interests they have very specialized uh knowledge and stuff and of course anytime that amy and jake share each other's interests i love and also the entire scene where Holt is screaming bone. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Yes. What's your favorite? I like all the heist ones. Oh, the holiday, the Halloween heists. The Halloween heists are probably my favorite. You want to tell? It's just always good to see how each person comes out of it. And the fact that there's no definite winner because each year... Is a different the, winner? Each year is a different winner and each person has some sneaky way of planning it and... They're always saying that, you know, they've thought about it from the time it happened to now. They've been thinking about it like they've the already. Next heist, yeah, yeah, the next heist and the next one after that. Like they're always one step ahead of each other. I mean, I think the best one was fun. the second one, though, uh, where Holt wins and he's like, I was doing your paperwork, but your paperwork I did not do. Instead, I started planning the next year's heist. I started with a word cloud. <laughs> also, you can watch it multiple times and get new stuff out of each episode, you know? Yeah. Well, I think they're nice because they don't have anything to do with a story or, like, a plot or... There's no real... I mean, you just know it's the heist. Well, I mean, like, you either can tell because it was Halloween or you could just tell because they've announced it in some way. But you just know that the Halloween special is always going to be a heist. A heist special which is it's just really good to see who's going to be involved this time and how each person's connected and and i think the best thing about it is that over each season you see uh their their relationships grow yeah like when you start watching you're like there's no way those two people will ever become friends they'll just always be work friends and then in season two you're like wait a minute they just spent an entire episode together it is there something there now is there are they gonna have a relationship and when i say relationship i also mean friendship obviously because you can yeah. have different kinds of relationships but she's people. talking it's not just she's talking specifically about rosa and, and gina yeah rosa <laughs> gina and like um Amy. Now I mean, kiss. I mean, like, they're... <laughs> I mean, like, everyone... You just don't see people... Certain people hanging out with each other, right? You're just like, huh, that's really strange. But then you you see them working together on a heist, and you're like, oh, man, I would have never guessed those two would actually partner up and actually try to take down... And be best. Their best friends, right? Because, like, you know, Jake is really close friends with... Um, Pretty G- much everybody. G- well, Gina. Yeah. Like, they know each other from, like, when they were little. Yeah. And then, like, Diaz, Rosa, they know each other from, like, the academy. Yeah. 
So, I mean, there's relationships that way. And then everyone else has just kind of, like, been met in the actual precinct. Yeah. But over time, each person has created a relationship with each person to the point where it's no longer just we work together. It's more like, this person's my family. And I think that's what makes the heist and stuff so good to watch is because you get to see these people work together especially Raymond Holt because like he starts out really stiff and he's kind of like a robot and he's such a rule follower and I understand like where he's coming from because that's kind of my thing as well as like I'm totally an Amy when it comes to things (laughs) yeah you are I'm such an Amy especially when it comes to bed stuff oh jeez you don't even know what she's like in bed no but if it's anything like you Josh you boob. She edits the whole thing, so if this stays in the episode, I will be surprised. It'll probably be out of the episode. <laughs> All right. So, um, move on to why you like it? Yeah, I mean, we can. I mean, it, We can it, throw in things afterwards. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's pretty... I mean, we've, we've uh, just been raving about it for the past half hour. <clears throat> um... It's pretty much straightforward. They're they're talking about things that, you know, genuinely affect me and us and, like, our community and the people that we know. Like, they have no issues um, uh, tackling really, really important political topics or, or social topics or things like that. In season four, they did a uh, uh, an episode where Terry gets held up by another officer in his own neighborhood uh, because he's black, and they do a whole dissection on you know what that would mean for a cop and 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 everything and how how it's interpreted and like they do a lot of discussions about like the politics of being a police officer, especially in New York, and especially in this day and age. Um, They've also, on multiple occasions, uh, uh, touched on uh, being uh, a gay person in, like, an LGBT person in uh, a organization like the police. And in season five, uh, Rosa comes out as being bi, which is never talked about in television in general. I'm reminded of a joke where uh, the di- do you know what the difference between a bisexual person and a unicorn is? Unicorns can be seen on TV. Truth. Yeah, and they're Truth. not just called. I don't know. I think I think bisexuality may have never been spoken up, but it is very visible in some ways. It, it, like, it's visible, it's more so, it's like, oh, there's a possibility that person totally likes, likes, is interested in yeah. both gender, because there's, like, hints at flirtation and stuff, but it's never, like, it, it's it, never the person just, never like, comes statement. out straightforward, yeah, and I think that's, I think that's when, what happened with this, in season five, was Rosa Diaz's character, or her, she decided that she, you know, when she basically said, I am bisexual and that's who I am and that's my yeah. orientation. I am interested in men and women and I have dated both. Yeah. And it doesn't matter which one to me because I, I like I'm attracted to both genders. And like that's actually something that that happened because Stephanie Beatriz, her actor, is uh, bi as well and she's yeah. very outspoken about it. 
and it was something that she wanted to be introduced into the series to begin with. And I think that's amazing because it that's, it's yeah. it's reputation. It's basically saying that it's not just her flirting with other women, and that's like, ooh, is that a possibility? Because instead of her just saying like being the words out there, yeah, people could get the wrong idea and be like, she's totally a lesbian. It's like. Well, and that's, yeah, but that's the wrong that's the wrong assumption. You just can't say just because she flirted with a woman or made googly eyes at someone that automatically it turns into a lesbian. It's like, yeah. no, we've already seen in other episodes that she has dated men. And Adrian Pimento is one of those people that she has dated. We just don't know her. We don't know her very well. Her character is very well hidden. That's her entire character. She is is an, that she's, she's a mystery. Yeah. And it's, it's also a main thing here is like... And you actually touch on it really well. It's like one thing does not equate to the other. Yeah. And it's like the reason why uh, this, like nobody ever says bye in it is because, you know, it's coded in a lot of really stupid language, which tends to be, you know, uh, heavy air quotations for you listeners on podcast land, which is, I don't like labels, which yeah. is longhand for I'm by and I don't want to explain it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's pretty much it. Would you give it a ra- Do we do ratings? We every do- once in a while we every do. Every once in yeah, a while? Yeah, every once in a while we do. We What's have- your rating uh, across five seasons of television? If you had to average it out, what would your rating be? Between what? Like every like episode. Five of the stars? Or? Five, yeah, let's do five stars. Five stars. Five stars all the way. Yeah? Yeah, I really love this. I love this show. I mean, like, it's, it speaks the truth about so much. I mean, like, there are moments. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. Like I've watched unless television. it's a boil heavy episode. Oh, yeah. and then if it's it very has Charles Boyles in it, I don't. I just I don't Camilla know how many times really I will. Doesn't like I Boyle. hate that man's character. The the actor himself is probably a lovely gentleman. And I never can hate the actor, but the character that he plays, I want to punch him in the face half the time. Yeah. Because he is so obnoxiously annoying, and he only has gotten worse. Like, I thought there was maybe hope for him as it as the season went on, and maybe he would learn. But no, they have only made him worse, and it makes me so angry. The reason why I think it's so great, and the reason I think it should get a five, is because from episode one... Till episode 112, because that's how many episodes there are. Oh, yes. She did it all has, the research I for did. this episode, so she just wants to get it all out there. Yes. I'm going to show how smart I am. Yeah. Um, it, it shows growth. Hmm. And I think that's one thing that I you don't see in a lot of shows. I mean, like, I, I don't watch a lot of TV because we don't have cable. And even when I did have cable, I didn't watch a whole heck of a lot of shows because... They just never held my interest long enough because the characters always stayed the same. They never grew from their mistakes. They never grew in their relationships. They never did anything that was like... I mean, by season five, they just, they just kept being the same person. And why would you want to keep seeing the same person over and over again when the chances of actually being in... Watching the show and actually watching these... What is it? Six? Six, seven people? Mm-hmm. Like, grow into a family. To grow into... All kinds of... I mean, like, you have two people that started as friends, and now they're married. I mean, that's amazing. That's pretty what, good, yeah. What is... I mean, that's amazing. And then you've got, you know, people that were, like I said, unlikely friends are now friends. I mean, Charles Boyles is annoying and obnoxious, yes, but he has made an entire group of friends, and they all love him, even though he is obnoxious, and they all agree. It's, it's just so cool to see 
to see a group of people actually grow together and mm. learn from each other's mistakes and strengthen everything about it. So I think, yeah, five out of five for sure. I, I, I'd probably say five. Um, you know, the, there are a little, there's more challenging stuff in it. I, I desperately want to give it a five out of five, but I think I have to do uh, four, four point five, four mm. and a half out of five, just because I mean it's an ongoing series, and while right now I adore it, and I think the possibility that NBC might screw it up, there's always that chance, especially when moved to half season. Yeah. Uh, don't screw it up. Don't screw it up. I think that's all we're gonna have time for uh, for this episode. Uh, you can check out our stuff online. Of course, you're probably listening to this on your phone, on iTunes. Uh, so why don't you? <laughs> Camilla just fell over. <laughs> why don't you open up your uh, your iPhone app and uh, leave us a rating and a review? Uh, it's really important for us to get those uh, reviews in, those ratings in. Uh, it helps people find us, and you can always tell your friends to check it out if you like the show. You can also find everything that we do at scudsworth.com, uh, just online. You can also find our individual social media things. You can find Kamala at Twitter at... Oh, okay, no, she's passed out, so I'm just going to do the wrap-up, I guess. You can find uh, Kamala at Nova Berries on Twitter. You can find her Instagram at Nova Berry Blue. Uh, you can find uh, me on Instagram at Tescudsworth. That's T-E-H dot... Uh, Scudsworth, S-C-U-D-S-W-O-R-T-H. And you can find the website... Oh, you can find my Twitter at uh, Tescud, that's T-E-H-S-E-U-D. That's also what our Patreon's under. If you go to patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-E-U-D, you can find us there. Uh, You can find us on Facebook as well, if you just search for scudsworth.com under the search function. will pop up. I think it's a group... Or it might be something else. It might be a page. I, I honestly don't know the difference. Because I don't use that shit. Kamala is fading fast. I have to hurry. Uh, we love you, and the music will play out now. Share this with your friends. Donate to our Patreon. Do all that good stuff. We love you. Bye. Even dying, you can't just say it. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Okay.